0: I sugar. I Welcome to episode 112, Starting and Not Following Through. Well, hello everybody. Happy new week. We are smack dab in the middle of February. Hope you all had a lovely, love day this past weekend. I had a great day with the family. It started with a long run with my friend Aaron, who I normally run on Saturdays with, and... I moved into a new office, so I'm not working out of my home anymore. I rented an office in Chapel Hill, and it's right by a golf course. And I discovered all these beautiful trails on the golf course, paved, beautiful scenery, private. (laughs) I'm not sure if you're supposed to run on the sidewalks of the golf course, but we do. And it's awesome, (laughs) especially early in the morning when it's kind of like misty and cold. Nobody's out there so this is the second time we ran and we ended up doing like six or seven miles yesterday throughout the golf course it was absolutely beautiful freezing cold and wet but it was amazing nonetheless and then we had coffee and then we came home or i came home and um had a little love day with my family we made heart-shaped pizzas and then we did chocolate fondue and sat around and talked and watched TV and just connected and it was really really nice. I got my kids bath bombs and new books for Valentine's Day and I told them your gift is being well read and clean (laughs) and they thought that was funny. So I hope you all had a good day honoring yourself and doing something that felt good for you as well. This week I want to talk about the very common question and very common concern that I have with a lot of people. And, you know, they come to me and they want to talk to me about joining my program to stop over drinking and start living. And one of their biggest worries is that they start things and they don't finish. And they tell me, I've started programs in the, in the past before and I don't follow through. And I'm usually all gung-ho in the beginning and then it fades out. And I go back to my old ways. And I just want to talk about this in this podcast episode, because I think this is a very common and valid concern that we have. And I want to tell you why that this happens. So that's what we're going to do today. So the number one reason why, and this is what I found after coaching multiples of hundreds of women on this very thing. And going through this for 20 plus years myself, <laughs> I've got some experience in analyzing and looking at this. So the, the number one reason is that we go back to our, our, our old ways We're you know, start off gung-ho and we're, we feel motivated and excited to do something new. The reason why we kind of falter and go back to our old, old ways is that if we make a mistake or, you know, and we're looking at over-drinking or overeating. And say we have an overdrink and it wasn't planned or it wasn't what we had wanted to do. Well, the next day we have a bunch of those crappy thoughts like, I suck. I always do this. Why do I keep doing this? You know, I invested in myself. I said I was going to do it and then I didn't follow through and I drank more than I wanted to. And we just start beating ourselves up about not following through on what we said we were going to do. And that just feels terrible right like we feel the shame and this guilt and there's remorse and regret and this frustration and you know we might be able to move through that and like get back on track but usually what happens most of the time is that we're hard on ourselves and then we feel bad like we feel those negative emotions and then we don't like that so we're like screw it I might as well eat today or, or, you know, we make decisions around food that, like, is comforting for us, right? Or we decide to drink again off plan. Like, screw it, I'll just start on Monday type stuff. Or, you know, it's I'll start over next month. Or um, whatever the situation is, right? Like, if it's a Thursday night and you overdrink and overate, you're like, oh, I'll just start again on Monday. And so we just make these decisions to keep going with that same behavior because we feel bad about what we did the night before and we don't like that as humans remember we are motivated to seek pleasure avoid pain and save energy so when you're feeling frustrated or guilty or shame about what you did the day before or even in that mid-afternoon right (laughs) we're more likely to want to seek comfort so we're going to look to our old patterns and our brain has been trained to seek that glass of wine to seek that bowl of popcorn to order that pizza whatever it is so this is why we go back to our old ways because of the way that we are talking to ourselves in that moment of our failures of our slip-ups of our mistakes and what I help you all do is learn to not beat yourself up on that and when you can get back on track of course your brain you know the next morning your brain's gonna the first thing it's probably gonna say is like Jesus why did you do that last night Okay, but if you can catch yourself in that moment and be like, nope, we don't need to talk to ourselves like that this time, let's get curious about what happened that made me decide to go off my plans or to drink more than I wanted to, and you stay curious and open and you evaluate what happened versus going down the shame cycle, you can get back on track so much faster. And you use that opportunity that you drank off plan as something that you can learn from. And gain a little bit of insight about what triggers you have and what thought patterns were present for you during that time. You can learn something and keep moving forward, but most people don't do that. They just buy into this default thinking of that they suck. And then they start comforting themselves again that very same day with more food, more alcohol, which takes them further away. From their goals of stopping over drinking and stopping overeating okay so that's the number one reason why we go back to our old ways is because of that pattern right so remember our brain is seeking ple- ple- pleasure avoiding pain and saving energy so when you recognize yourself doing that in that situation say you have a slip up or you do something you didn't plan for you notice that you're doing that in your head you want to pause there and say no we're not doing that we're going to stay curious and we're going to figure out why we did that. And then we're going to move on and we're not going to beat ourselves up about it. It absolutely does not help. So if you find yourself that you're doing this all the time, you say you're starting something, you say you're not going to drink during the week or, you know, you're going to give yourself a break and then you have a slip up, notice what happens in your head. Just get really um, conscious and curious about those thought patterns there. And I guarantee you, you're probably falling into the bucket of shaming, regret. frustration and hating on yourself okay and then you go back to your old ways because it doesn't feel good for yourself to be there so we look for things to help us feel better and most of you all look for comfort in alcohol and or food okay and the other reason why women often start and stop this type of work is that they're going about making these changes from the wrong place and what I mean by this is a lot of times people or women will be like, okay, I want to stop over drinking. I want to lose weight. And they think these thoughts like, I have to do this. I'm so sick of myself. I'm disgusted. I'm fat. I need to fix this. And as long as they think that way, they're going to continue along the struggle bus ride. So just hear me out on here. So when you think these thoughts about yourself, they also make you feel terrible. Just like the same thoughts that you have when you overdrink those thoughts that lead you down the shame cycle, when you think I'm fat and disgusting and I need to fix this, that also makes you feel terrible, okay? A lot of times those thoughts get us into action. They're like, I have to do something, right? And you feel pulled to make some changes in your life. That's fine, right? If it gets you going. But if you continue thinking that way about yourself, that there's something wrong with you, that you you know, you're disgusting, and you have to change, and you're just kind of like hating on yourself during the process of cutting back on how much you're drinking, that is not going to be a long-term solution for you to change. We think for some reason that we need to be hard on ourselves in order for us to change. We think that if we find love and compassion for ourselves, that we'll get more complacent, and that we won't make the changes that we want to in our life and that's not what I'm talking about here I'm talking more about what you believe about yourself what you think about your self-image your past that type of stuff when you have thoughts like I'm a screw-up I start and stop and don't finish things I'm fat and disgusting I'm over drinking I'm not I'm not doing anything great in my life and then you're like okay now I'm going to stop over drinking and you take action to do those changes from that frustration guilt anger you've had about yourself um, or disgust that you've had for yourself, you'll you'll start doing it, right? It'll, it'll make you press the go button sometimes and like joining a program or, um, you know, really evaluating your relationship with alcohol. You might read books or listen to podcasts or whatever that is. But if you don't clean up those thoughts about yourself, that energy, that frustration and that anger, that guilt will eventually lead you to want to escape from it again. Because remember, just like I mentioned in the, la- the other reason why we go back and forth, is because when you feel those types of emotions on a regular basis, we don't like that as humans. We don't like to be in pain, okay? So your brain is going to be motivated to get you out of feeling that way. And in the past, if you've gotten out of feeling that way by drinking and eating, eating, it's going to motivate you to do it again. So for instance, for all, for like, let's say for a week, you've decided you're not going to eat chips at night, okay, or drink wine at night, right? And you're thinking, oh, I need to lose weight, I'm so fat, I'm disgusting, I got to stop over drinking. And that's sort of running in the back of your mind as you're not eating the uh, chips or drinking the wine. Come Thursday night or Friday night, your brain's like, oh, This is exhausting. I don't have any joy or pleasure in my life. I deserve to have a thing. I deserve to have a glass of wine. I deserve to have the popcorn, right? I've been so good all week. And then you drink and eat the things, okay? Even when you didn't really want to in the first place. It's because you are miserable in the way you're thinking about yourself and your brain wants you to get that hit of pleasure, So you've responded in the past by drinking or eating when you felt bad, and it's going to ping you to do that again, okay? Instead, if you clean up your thoughts about who you are and drop all the dialogue about how fat and disgusting you think you are or how terrible you are or how much you need to change right from this negative energy and you change the way you think about yourself and it feels more loving, more compassionate, more curious, more open, we are less likely to want to go back to those numbing type of behaviors like overeating and overdrinking okay are you guys following me here so the number one, the second reason why we go back into our old ways is because of this internal dialogue negative dialogue that we have when we think about ourselves in this process we want to force ourselves to change by thinking these thoughts about ourselves and we're scared to let them go we're really, really scared to let them go because we think that if we're not hard on ourselves that we won't want to change. And that is not true at all, okay? When you feel good about yourself and about your life and about the things that you're doing, you want to continue to good do good things naturally. So feeling motivated, feeling compassionate, feeling self-love, feeling determination, feeling commitment. Those types of feelings drive actions of honoring your commitments to yourself, not overeating, not over drinking, because they feel good to you. And we aren't, our automatic process isn't going to want to drive you to escape anything, right? It's less likely to ping your brain and be like, ooh, we deserve a glass of wine because it's been a shit week when you're feeling good about yourself. All right. So those are the two main reasons why we go, we do this flip flop back and forth of going all in on something. We get motivated, we're ready to start. Then we have a slip up and we go off our plan or do something that we didn't really want to do. And then we berate ourselves, which drives more behavior of the thing that we don't want in the first place. And we say, I'll start again on Monday. One day doesn't hurt. One bite doesn't work. One extra drink doesn't hurt at this point because I've already made a mistake, right? Because we're in that self-loathing, shameful, regret type place. And then we eventually go back to our old ways. And then the other reason why we don't stick to things and we go back to our old ways is because of the negative self-talk we have about ourselves and about what we don't like about ourselves. And that doesn't feel good either. So your brain's going to want to ping you to go get that hit of pleasure through the food or the alcohol when you're feeling that way. That's why it's so important. So, so important. That's why we devote a whole month inside my program to learning how to love yourself no matter what. Unconditional self-love is critical to make permanent changes with your relationship with food and alcohol. So that you can love yourself when you do have those slip ups, because they will happen. Nobody is perfect, especially around food, right? To think that you're never going to overeat again in your whole life is totally unrealistic. So you need to learn ahead of time how to have your own back and to love yourself unconditionally when you do overeat or overdrink so that you can get back on track faster and you don't stay in that self-loathing and then numbing pattern. And then also changing the dialogue and learning how to love yourself compassionately and fiercely as who you are today and still make changes. And that's where I think life coaching really can benefit everybody is we got to get aware of what we're thinking about ourselves and we have to consciously make efforts to change that. And once you do that work, that's when it becomes long term. That's when it becomes super sustainable. When you change that internal dialogue about yourself, and you're less when you're loving yourself, you're less likely to want to escape and go back to ways um, of drinking and eating that aren't loving to yourself, right? So, good questions. I get this asked all the time. So I hope you find this podcast helpful. This week I am teaching a free class. It's called "It's Not About the Alcohol." (laughs) <laughs> Which I think that if you've been listening for a while now, you are you're starting to comprehend, right? It's not about figuring out what combination of alcohol to drink on the weekends or going wine free or drink free during the week. It's about figuring out what's causing you to drink in the first place. In this episode, we alone we talked about that internal dialogue that we have to ourselves when we overdrink. That leads to more overdrinking, and that internal dialogue that we have about ourselves about our current self-image and our desires to change and looking at how those thoughts create feelings that don't feel good that drive actions of drinking so it's never about the alcohol and just only putting your efforts into figuring out what combination to drink or not to drink it's getting to the root of the issue in the first place and that's exactly what I help you do all day long in my stop over drinking and start living program so if you're interested in joining that which You should be, (laughs) especially if you've been listening for a while and you're just not where you want to be. Highly recommend you click through, watch the three videos in that link there, read through the information on that page, and submit to get your application and to join me. We will be um, closing down registrations for new members probably in the next week or so, and then you'll have to wait a little while to get back in. So highly recommend you do it now. There's never a better time than now, and that's when you are in the struggles of over drinking and time is going to pass. Anyway, my friends, you might as well get the support that you need and want to make this a long-term solution for yourself. I love you so much. Have a beautiful week.